the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. More resources available online at jennifer-jackson.org. This is Simply for Women. Well, today is such a treat because I have Nicole Berry with us, and she's part of our women's team here at the church next door. Welcome to the show, Nicole. Good to be here. It's so much fun because we've been working together. We've been doing lots of fun things together. You're on the worship team. You're on the women's team. I I think you even make coffee. I do. (laughs) Uh, You know, we have this theme around here that says major on the majors or or like two major ministries, two minor. I think you're like maxing, (laughs) maxing out your ministry potential, but that's exciting. I jumped right in. I've been here almost two years. Yeah. Wow. It's only been two years. Only two. I feel like I know you so much better after our women's retreat, and it's been a lot of fun. Yes. So today, we're going to just dive in. We have some things, lots of things we want to talk about. (laughs) You've been a Christian for how long? I've been a Christian for, let's see, it's 2022, so I've been a Christian for 22 years. Oh, that's incredible. I'm so glad that the Lord said, I'm going to choose you on 2000, in your 2000, so that (laughs) way it's easy math. It's easy math. 22 years (laughs) of walking with the Lord. Um when did you have, we're just diving in, uh, when did you have the suicide attempt? Yeah, so um, it was in middle school. And is this pre-Jesus or post-Jesus? It is pre-Jesus. Okay. So okay. I did grow up in um, the faith. I was blessed enough to be born into two Christian parents who are still together, mm. still Christians. Um, between the family, both sides of the family, I would say probably like 80% of the family is Christian. So very blessed to just That's be in, awesome. that, in that kind of environment. Um, but that even being said, I so I, I grew up in the, in the church and so I knew that I didn't really necessarily have a relationship with the Lord, but that's also because things at school weren't necessarily the best. And in my childhood mind said, it was kind of like one of those things where it's like, okay, I know that God is real and God is good and I'm being good, but why am I not being treated good? Oh, wow. Is this bullying really? Yes. Yeah. And, and so I made it to, uh, and had lots of friends at church, but I had zero friends at school. Mm. Um, and any people who did declare to be my friend, I ended up getting betrayed in the end. And although I've been 110% healed from that, it is still something the enemy fights with me wow. today. Um, he definitely Incredible. You know, brings that temptation yeah. back of like, oh, they're just betraying you. I'm mm. like, no, no, no. Um, but yeah. And so, um, so with that, it was in seventh grade and, uh, and it was somewhere in the middle of it. And, Basically, what had occurred was uh, there was a person at the time, again, kind of declaring that she was my friend. And uh, this is back in the day, of course, when like emails were kind of like out, but they weren't, you know, as popular or whatnot. But she somehow made an email look like it had come from her or from me to her. Mm. And in the email was me professing my homosexual love for her. And what's interesting is not only was that devastating just kind of to me, whatnot, but it was also, I had actually already started a Bible study, which is really interesting. Started a Bible study at school 
technically not a Christian, but just because I grew up in the church and I was like, we don't have a Bible study. Mm-hmm. I was in the youth mm-hmm. group. This is, yeah, this, let's we, start one. We, let's start one. Yeah. And so it was completely devastating. And then, um, how I, many people did she send this email to? So she actually didn't send the email. Okay. She printed it out and she printed out multiple copies. I don't know if you've ever seen the movie Mean Girls, but yeah. I literally had my own Mean Girl moment where she printed off copies and she gave them to the entire class. And I walked into the classroom and everyone initially snickering and me trying to figure out like what's going on and things of that nature. And, And so finally an email came across my desk and I was just completely mortified. Um, And this was all before class started. So like, I know sometimes I get questions like, well, what did the teacher do? Yeah. What did the teacher do? (laughs) So, I mean, I didn't report it to anyone because I, again, I was just so embarrassed. And the, by the time they walked in or whatnot, all, everyone had like put the papers away. Um, And so, yeah, so here was an, an image and I was already used to being in sixth and in sixth and seventh grade was um was bullied for uh I was a little you know a little chubby nothing like severe or anything like that but just a little chubby and um got made fun of that and so um they would just do different things like mm. um you know I had a retainer they would take it they would throw it in the trash can I would go to get it in the trash can they would just tip me further into the trash can um Kids are so cruel. They are. Yeah. I would have like a little purse or whatever and they would just throw it down the stairs. And so I'd always like come home with like broken stuff. Um, And so those are just kind of some of those things. But most of it was like definitely more psychological, I would say was, I mean, I did have some of the physical abuse, um, but I never had like left markings or things. It was definitely more psychological um, and emotional um, from the abuse perspective. And um, yeah, like school. So teacher's pet, you know, those, those types of, those types. Were you teacher's pet? (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) So the teachers kind of noticed this and took you under their wing, maybe? Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Possibly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I I definitely was a um, teacher's assistant. And that's actually who, how I knew um, the girl who ended up making the emails, um, and, uh, her and I were the same teacher's assistants for the same teacher. Mm-hmm. Um, so you never told the teacher, mm-mm. even being her assistant. Yeah. Oh, did <laughs> no. you tell the principal? Who did you tell? I didn't tell anyone. I you didn't just, tell your parents. Didn't tell my parents. Yeah. My parents actually didn't even find out about my suicide oh. attempt until my, in college, um, is when it actually finally wow. came out. And I think part of it was like definitely pride and just this, again, kind of going into the image, right? Like I'm this good Christian girl, even though I knew, I think deep down I wasn't a Christian, but it was just like, I grew up Christian. I created this Bible study. Like this is who I am. Um, And I really, honestly, I think mainly why I didn't tell anyone is because, and that's what actually led me to the suicide attempt was that I really thought God messed up. Mm. Like, I was like, he got the formula wrong. I'm doing everything I'm supposed to do. And something is just not working. Something is not clicking. Something is not happening. And so I really just had this twisted mindset that, and that's where the suicide attempt came in because I was like, I'm just going to, I'm going to fix it for God. Like, God, you messed up. I know my parents are going to be sad when I'm going to be gone, but, um, I'm just, I'm helping, like, it, it sounds so weird, but no, like, I'm, no. I'm helping God out. I'm helping mm-hmm. God out by, so that way wow. we can wipe the, you know, s- swipe clean and, 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 
Um, I don't think I really ever thought about like where I would have gone type kind of thing. Um, I probably just honestly thought I would go to heaven just because again, just like um, not really having that connection of, of really what it meant to live out. And I guess when they say people that have a true suicide attempt, they don't tell what's yeah. really going on. It really is a, a private thing. Did yeah. this girl never got in trouble? Not to my knowledge. I really don't remember. Um, and honestly, I probably wouldn't remember as much as my suicide story as I do now if I didn't have an opportunity, A, that it became a part of my testimony and then I tell it over and over again. I um, I tend to forget a lot of things, which is actually why I journal heavily so I can remember. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can remember details because otherwise that's just, you know, the Lord all made us differently, but he definitely made me to remember patterns and pictures and things of that nature not so much all the like Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. little details um so with the little details what did happen with this suicide attempt yes was it for real i mean did did god save you (laughs) god definitely saved me it was a miracle for sure um i would like to say in that moment um i'll describe it here in a moment but that it was ecstatic but it actually took me even down further um because i was like i'm so worthless i can't even kill myself Mm. um but looking back at it it's like God saved me for sure. Um, so basically, I remember going home. It was that same day of the um, the email, and they. Um, I went home. I remember writing the suicide letter. Um, I remember getting the knife in the kitchen, and then that's where I decided to do it. I don't know that you know you're not really thinking in that moment, and I placed the knife on my wrist, and I remember seeing a. Um, I remember seeing something in a music class, an opera of how they killed themselves. And they went horizontal. Now I found out later in my years that actually the, the proper way is to do it a different way. But you know, that was what, and I remember putting the knife down on my wrist and um, I remember closing my eyes and saying, Lord, this is for you. And then I pushed down and I sliced mm-hmm. and I opened my eyes up and I was like, heaven, that's right. Yeah. Heaven looks like my kitchen. And then I was like, what's going on? And I looked down at my wrist and like, you know, like how you can sometimes like scrape yourself, but you don't like necessarily like mm-hmm. break any mm-hmm. skin or whatnot. And there's like a red streak. I saw that on my left wrist and I was like, what in the world? And so I look over to my right hand and then knife is literally upside down Mm. but I remember putting it blade side down on my wrist Mm. and so I firmly believe that the Lord flipped flipped it it. like because I didn't do that and um but yeah and but I so but like I said that that was just to me my response was I'm so worthless I can't even kill myself and so then from there it just came of kind of some some slight cutting um Again, nothing to show because, again, that pride of, like, I'm a good girl. I'm a goody-good girl. I'm not going to show anything. I'm not going to let, you know. So your parents didn't know you were cutting? Mm-mm. Nope. Nope. And I actually even remember on a mission trip. I went on a mission trip in between my 7th and 8th grade year. And, um, no, this was after my salvation or after, you know, after that moment. But on a mission trip that same year, uh, like a month or so after I guess you would say my confession of faith. Mm-hmm. Um, but my one of my best friends caught me with a plastic knife mm. and she was like, what are you doing? What mm. is happening? And so um, that started my healing path actually on that journey as well. Wow. Um, cool. But yeah, so I ended up going to a concert with a friend who the only reason I was there was because her parents told her she had to invite someone from church and suggested me. And um, yeah, and so I was 
you know, kind of my salvation story is kind of my luck with my, my normal kind of with females of like someone didn't want me there, but the Lord wanted me. We hope that today's show has been a blessing to you as you seek to simply live out your faith. To hear today's show again or to share it with a friend, search Simply for Women wherever you get your podcasts. Or visit Jennifer's website at jennifer-jackson.org. That's jennifer-jackson.org. Thanks for joining us on Simply for Women. Take time today to simply be. Simply be with God. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.